Hello, hello. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 show. What toy's magic ingredient is aluminum powder? Etch-a-Sketch, Tinker Toys, Legos, Rubik's Cube. Etch-a-Sketch. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. There you go. There you go. All right. I love that. What, the Etch-a-Sketch? I do, too. Yeah. Yep, I really do. Every time I think of the Etch-a-Sketch, though, now, I think of Buddy the Elf in the movie Elf. Okay, yeah. When he does, like... The Mona Lisa. Oh it. yeah, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was that good. Oh, well, I've I've seen some pretty talented etch a sketchers. Yeah, that, yeah, me, I'm I, like, yeah, I, I'm me, not so much. I do like the basic, like, hi, mom. Yeah, you go. Yeah, I've tried, but oh well. I just, I'm just amazed uh, on how it works. I see them at garage sales once in a while, but they don't work obviously as good because yeah. they've been used quite a bit. So, oh well. Yeah. Say, I, I forget, you know, we got Wapiti Labs that is with us now with the Katie Canine. Uh, Wapiti, can you say it? W-A-P-I-T-I. W-A-P-I-T-I. Inc.com. But anyway, uh, earlier we had some, you know, dogs with stomach dis- issues and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay, Wapiti Labs, if you go to their website, they've got like a GI tract for stomach discomfort, you know, such like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. put things yeah. back mm-hmm. in and it's all made with ant Ant, I always do that. Elk antler <laughs> velvet. And uh, they have one thing, the one that is fantastic. It's called mobility. And you know, it's for your dog or your cat or whatever. They have cat supplements as well as dog supplements. Very cool. And it's, and it's all made with uh, el- uh, elk antler uh, velvet. And so, yeah. So check that out because it is, it's really cool. Wapiti. W-A-P-I-T-I. Inc. Well, actually it's W-A-P-I-T-I. Labs. Inc. Inc.com. But anyway, so people that were, we were talking about disorders. Okay? Yeah. So anyway, and then we all got a disorder. We got a dog that likes to go through windows and everything. We got Cindy on the line. Hi, Cindy. Are you still with us? Yes. All right. Now, um, now, how old did you say this dog was? They guessed maybe four or five. Years old? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how long have you had him now? Since August. August. Okay. One thing too is that a lot of times that where separation comes into with dogs is a lack of confidence. This seems like this show has been a lot of lack of confidence dogs. That people that have gone through you know obedience. Now you have, but the problem is is that you know maybe you know. And I know, but life gets busy and such like that. But when you got a dog that is lacking confidence, it's a daily thing of running them through something that creates more confidence. Whether it's something sitting, you know, teaching a trick, doing a little bit of an agility thing, you know, building like you know getting the inner tube. And then he's got to jump in and out of the inner tube. You know, once he mastered that, then fine. Then we don't need to do that anymore. Now we got to find something else that he's worried about. Maybe crawling. Uh, like, say you set up two chairs, and he's got to crawl underneath the chair. And so you're kind of like, oh, what is? And and you got to work with them to build that confidence to do it. Because a lot of times the separation anxiety is just they are just a mess inside mm-hmm. whereas by building that confidence level doing a little bit of agility and, and and but like i said i would go back to school with him now when you went when you took him was that like right when you first got him uh no it was about a month and a half later toward the end of september i got him at the beginning of august mm. Okay, and but like I said, get a, a trick book, teach him some tricks. Mm-hmm. But that we got to we got to build his confidence. And if you, you can go online, you can, can. There's a lot of things of confidence building in dogs. You know, ideas. Mm-hmm. But like I said, but that's the biggest thing. But in the interim, like I say, I obviously the dog cannot. There is no magic wand. No, there, I, I'm afraid. I'm getting to the point. I mean, last <laughs> night I brought him with me to church and left him in the car, and he's fine in there. But uh, I don't think they'll take him at daycare now because he's got that cut on his foot it's healing oh, okay yep so yep, 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 i'm yep, just yep. dreading going to work tomorrow oh um, my 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 and there's I, nobody like in the neighborhood that can no okay. i thought about I'm, I'm going to a get together tonight and he'll be coming along and sitting in the back of the car again okay. because 
I, there are people there that have dogs, but I don't think any of them would be nice enough to try taking him in for me. Right. Um, yeah, no, they, like I said, there's not a magic wand, and like I know. said, there's not enough drugs. And I but, work full-time, so, oh you know, it's, um, it's just... Uh, well, how bad is the cut? Um, they had to staple it together, oh my, okay. kind of between the toes. Yep, okay. So okay. right now I've got... Um, uh, snow booty on there. Okay. Yep. 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 Velcroed <laughs> <laughs> on, so he can't pull it off. No kidding. Yeah, I I wish I had something for you, and I don't. I know there are indestructible kennels. Uh, I work was working with a guy that works with German Shepherds, mm-hmm. and, but uh, and I can't remember what the the name of that that kennel was. Is that? And he said he's had some dogs that could get out of kennels like you wouldn't believe. You know yeah. these big huge. Uh, 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 shepherds, right? And but you know, obviously they're not cheap either. Yeah, I, I adopted a Pyrenees Golden mix a few years ago from Ragum, and I even spoke with them this morning because I was I'm so desperate. I'm, right. I don't want to surrender him, but right. this destruction needs yes. to stop. Oh, you're no, you're exactly right. It will for his benefit and your benefit. Yeah. It's and not just loving, just a loving little dog, you know. Right. When I'm home, yeah, yeah. No, that I, I just I wish I just had, uh, and it's too bad he cut himself, so you can't you can at least right because obviously if if he goes there, I don't know. You can always call and say, you know, obviously he's going to break out of a, a kennel there too, mm-hmm. and that's what the lady at Ragham said that they sometimes kennel him during the day, and right. that we don't want him to regress. <laughs> right, but also too though, sometimes if they're kenneled and there's other dogs around, mm-hmm. they're not as uh, you know they're not all by themselves. Yeah, they are not so fanatic to get out of there. And then plus there's people there too mm-hmm. that they can see if he's uh, trying to get you know get out, right. they can you know put a stop to it almost immediately. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, no, Ed, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah. Gee, Merry Christmas. I'm so sorry that I just don't have that for yeah. you. Okay. Well, thanks for the hints that you gave me, and I do give them Kongs with treats in it. Right. And, but that uh, only helps for just a little bit. Right. And but like I said, we got, I got it. You got to build up his confidence because mm-hmm. that's usually what happens is that for some reason it hits the toilet and then they're a mess. And whereas you get them thinking and get them moving on other things, yeah. you know, and thinking now they're and they're sleeping a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, because that you're using their brain. Yeah. You know, physical exercise isn't the key key here. Yep, that you we, know, you need some. Yeah, we the, walk every day. Yeah, it's, you need more mental exercise. Mm-hmm. Is what what you need. Are you here. familiar with this book by Patricia McConnell? I'll be home soon. They recommended me reading that. Okay, too. no, I have not. I, who, oh, Patricia we're Mc... checking out, I guess. Okay, Patricia, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and what was the last name? McConnell. McConnell. And it's about um, what you can do or okay. how you can maybe interact with them, let them be more secure. Right. I'll be home soon. Okay, I'll be home soon. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Because yeah, I'll tell you that, if I had a magic wand... Uh, I could, you know, it, because that, you're not the only one in this mm-hmm. in this box here. Right. So it's 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 crazy, but. Well, uh, I'll give that other oh, Amy a call too, and yeah, uh, Amy DeLong, yeah. and see if she's got any, you know, things that you could might help out too, and then keep us posted, okay, Kittle? Sure. Okay. okay thanks, Katie. You bet. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, no, that's a that's a tough one. I'll tell you. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. There, there just seems to be so many dogs that are having separation anxiety. And I think a lot of it is so, it, it yeah, obviously has to do with the personality of the dog. I get that. But then also, too, what happens is that 
um, I don't think that mentally we don't use the dogs. And some dogs, you know, are content to sleep in the couch 24-7 and there's they're not any problem. But if you've got a dog that's smart at all, which it sounds like this dog, hugely smart to figure out that door, you know, the blind, the door, the window, and the whole kit and caboodle. And so, and, and unfortunately, the smartest dogs figure out the angles and then unfortunately get hurt and also wreck things. So, all right, where are we at? Uh, we can take another one. Well, let's take or a go. Or at least then. start one. All righty then. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to Barb, and she has a question about potentially helping a dog adjust to becoming a swimmer. Say that again. I just, oh, okay. So she, she like wants her dog, she moved recently to Las Vegas. Oh, right. All right. Yep. And she wants her dog, I assume, to become right. okay. comfortable in the water. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, Barb, how you doing? Good. Hi, Katie. Hi, hi. So are you out west? <laughs> Uh, you okay? You helped me train Jack and Tony. Oh, my okay. Little, yeah, my little wild man Jack. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. For some reason, these dogs will not. I know it's not seasonal here, but I'm I'm only here for the weekend. And how is there a way if they will not go in a pool? Is there a way to help them adjust? Yeah. What you got to do is uh, baby steps. Some people just want to throw them in and say sink or swim. You know. Uh, right. Number one, you want to have a. Uh, you know, a, a vest on them, okay? So they float. And then you've got a handle on the back of the vest so okay. that you can help them. Uh, number two, what you can do is, uh, especially if you're around a pool, you this is a must because you want to be able to get them so they do accidentally fall into the pool, they know the steps to get out, you know, where the steps are. So it's really important that you do teach this. But a lot of times what you can do is you can, uh, you know, because the the vest, you can, you know, put them in the pool, you know, and then just walk with them as they paddle their way towards where the step is. All right. Because you just set them down and then just one at a time. Don't do two dogs at a time here. All right. And so then one at a time. And then you can also start like with a kiddie pool, those plastic kiddie pools so that they get you because some dogs are like, ew, I'm wet. (laughs) But yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, and so if you get them acclimated to, you know, being wet, then the transition to the pool. But then you, what you do is you just go down the steps, you know, put the the uh, the dog in the water facing the steps, let them paddle, you know, back, you know, back to the steps, up the steps, shake off. Okay, then do it again, do it again. And then, you know, like have uh, treats are a good one on this, you know, whereas don't feed them that day. And so what you want is them to eventually walk into the pool to get the treat. And even if they just turn around and go back out, that's fine too. But make sure they have the vest with the handle on the back so you can grab that handle, you know, in case. All right. right. But the main thing is always that put your cheer, cheerleader voice on. You know, you could do it. Yay, you, yay, you. Make it look so that they're like, we're having fun. We're having fun. All right. Now, is this okay. for Jack and Tony? The, pu- the, the pugs, right? Yep, my yep. little puggle guys. Yep, 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 yep. And so, yeah, uh, just do one at a time. Uh, and then, like I say, find the, the vest that has the handle on the back because so that you can control the situation. If you don't, then just have them, you know, sit on the step of the pool with them, you know, just kind of standing on the step next to you. And then just feeding them treats. Hey, how you liking this? How you liking this? But use okay. very, very little, little treats. You know, we don't want to get them fat. And, you know, dogs don't care how big it is. They eat the little piece just as, as fast as they do the big piece. All right? right. And then if they're hungry, that even helps them more. You know, canned chicken works good. Uh, uh, sliced up hot dogs, nitrate free uh, is a good one for them. That they stink. I mean, dogs love things that stink. All right? Okay. Okay. Does that help you at all? 
Oh, well, it's sure good. It's definitely worth a try. I mean, dogs are supposed to swim. and No, not all dogs. Just like there ain't all people swim either. And so uh, the thing yeah. is, and pugs aren't exactly built for swimming, okay? Okay. <laughs> that is, is, so the thing is, is that you just got to help them learn it and be more comfortable with it is what it is. But not all dogs swim. Not even like labs. All labs don't swim. Some of them sink. <laughs> oh, wow. So you got to help them work. You got to help them want to, you know, be okay with the what. But the big thing, teach them that they know they do get dropped. In once they become more acclimated to the pool, then you drop them in the pool farther away so that they can, you know, they can find the steps in case they ever accidentally go in. Okay. Yeah, because there's a huge step area, so that's only six inches deep. All right. Yep, so then we get them comfortable, you know, going in and out of that. And like I say, just to be, put your cheerleader voice on so that they, they think it's a, just a riot because it's making you happy, all right? Okay. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Okay, kid. Well, Merry Christmas, and I'm sorry you're not a Minnesotan anymore. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I tell you what, I'm freezing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, Katie. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. American children spend about 6.3 billion hours per year doing what? Sleeping, reading, riding bikes, coloring. Three billion hours per year doing what? Be back. Yes, here you are. We're back with the Katie K9 Show live and in person. Just a reminder, the next two weeks, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we will be doing best ofs, okay? All right, let's see where we're at. American children spend about 6.3 billion hours per year doing what? Sleeping, reading, riding bikes, or coloring? I want to say sleeping. Ah. Is it coloring? Yep. I was flip-flopping between those. Yep. Yeah. Coloring. I, I don't know if as much nowadays, you know, within the last three, four yeah. years with technology and such like that. I don't know well, if I'm wondering, they do or not. But. I'm wondering if they consider, though, the technology, like the coloring, like games oh, on, yeah. you no. know, the iPads and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I would just say just playing Crayola coloring is what I would guess that should be. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't write. I just read them. I don't write them. <sighs> <laughs> Katie, you gotta gotta get on that. Come on. Yes. Whoppity whoppity whoppity. I love that name. It's almost as good as anti icky poo. I know. I was gonna say, <laughs> you really whoppy. do like that name. Yes, W A P I T I Inc. dot Oh Labs Inc. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, you gotta check out their supplements. They really are. It's an awesome one. I'm so glad they're a part of the Katie K9 show because it is. And I gotta get used to them, you know, talking about their supplements because, you know, they've been I've been off They've been off the yeah. radar for a yes. while. I got to get yes. them back onto my radar. Yes, so absolutely. I use their mobility, you know, for dogs. And I, I was totally blown away on what it does. And and like I said, it's a small bottle, but it goes so long. And they do have little trial sizes so you can try them. It's, it really is good. Well, that's always nice, though, yes, that a company is. provides like a trial oh, size yeah. versus yep. like yep. spending yeah, it's something. It's not cheap, but yeah. you know what? Good stuff is not cheap. Right. You know, yeah, you could say, well, geez, I could try this mobility stuff, you know, with X and X, Y and Z. Yeah. And it's a fraction of the core, uh, but it's not going to do what the Wapiti mobility is going to right. do. That's the thing. Who is this for? Not for your wallet. It's for your pet right. to get them up and going. And then they have respiratory, you know, health, rec- Ooh, healthy recovery. Yeah, they, they've got some pretty good ones. So. That sounds like a okay, good one. Okay, let's head to the phones. Okay, we have Sandy on the line. Sandy has a question about a dog taking its food to a carpeted area before it eats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hi, Sandy. How you doing? I'm doing good. And you? Good, good. So what kind of pupper are we talking about? Um. Well, there's two of them. Uh, my daughter's dog is a Morky, and 
she always wants to take her food out of the you know bowl, which is in the kitchen, and carry it over to the carpeting to eat it. And I was just talking to my parents, and they were dog setting a dog this weekend, which is uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Springer, not a Springer Spaniel, but one of those real high energy dogs. Brittany, and that, huh? A Brittany? No, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a hunting dog, and I can't think of what it is right now. Okay. Um, but anyway. They were telling me it did the same thing. It would take its food out of the dish and carry it into the living room on the carpet to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there's a couple of theories on this. Uh, one of them is is that a lot of t- uh, most dogs have dog tags, all right. And when they bend over to eat, their tag hits the bowl, and it, dogs are very sound sensitive, all right. And so what happens is that some of the dogs will take the bowl, uh, you know, take some food onto the carpet so that their tags or something does not hit the glass bowl, especially a tin bowl. It really uh-huh sends some of them off off the edge, all right? Okay. Um, also, too, is that a most, this is mostly a little dog thing. They go and take one and go in the carpet, you know, and then, and so it's up to yourself. If you don't like that, then what happens is that if it's not the tags causing the problem, you know, where there's too much noise by the by the dish of them, you know, sometimes even chewing the food, you know, the dry food, like, you know, uh, in a tin, it, there's an echo there. All right, yeah. uh, and and people, if they, if you don't, you know, get a tin or you know a steel bowl and put your dinner in there, and then get real close like a dog does, and you'll be surprised the noise that makes. And some some even uh, glass bowls and some uh, pottery bowls do the same thing. All right, so sometimes it's the noise, and by bringing it onto the carpet, there is no noise; they're just a crunching of the kibble, right? Okay. All right. And then, uh, but uh, so, but if it's not like the tag or the noise or such like that, what it is, is uh, it, I see some dogs where if they want to get their exercise going back and forth, that's fine. But it's almost, you could equate it to as a two-legged child would take a bite of their sandwich go ride their bike for a while, come back, take another bite of their sandwich. Go play Nintendo, come back, take another bite. You know, so what happens is that you want to set the rules, whereas if the dog takes it into the living room and when he comes back, guess what? Bowl's gone. <laughs> you better stand and eat what you need to eat, you know, by your bowl. If it's not yep. the sound thing, if it's not the sound thing, all right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But yeah, it's it, so it's a twofold thing. Either the boy is yeah, do the bowl is making too much noise, and then so that's by going to the carpet. There is no noise. It's like you know eating in a quiet restaurant. But also, too, sometimes it's just a way of running the situation. So okay, so you can either choose to uh, swatch, uh, swip out, swatch, you know, flip out the bowl and see if that's the problem. And if it's not, then when the dog goes and takes their food and comes back, the food's gone. So then pretty soon, then the next feeding time comes, pretty soon uh-huh. they learn to stand by the bowl and eat what they need to eat. All right? Because okay. okay. with, the, with the Morky, are you giving them uh, dry food or what? what, what what's cool? she, gives it, she gives them dry food. And when I dog set them not too long ago, I tried wetting it. She wouldn't eat it then. Okay, yeah. Well, it's a change. It's a change. And so that's why some dogs are texture sensitive, just like some people are. I can't eat a mushroom because they're slimy little things. <laughs> it's a texture <laughs> thing. And so, uh, and if it's never, the dog has never had it before, they're not sure what to do with it. And so that's sometimes if you keep presenting it a little here, a little there, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, this is kind of cool. So, because uh, otherwise that's another thing too, by wetting it down and letting it rehydrate. Now, you know, you don't have the crunchies and the noise. So you can try that too. All right. Whoops. I think we lost her. Oh, we lost her. Oh, bummer. Okay. All right. Hey, we got some open lines. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Now, some ideas, you know, for uh, the Christmas uh, people on your list that have dogs or cats and such like that. Obviously, toys. But pay attention. Just because they make the toys doesn't mean 
that you should give them. All right. Uh, if you get a dog bed or a cat bed for you for the uh, there's some really nice ones out there, but always make sure that they unzip so that you can take the center out and then wash the outside because a lot of them are really cool and they're very inexpensive. But you're gonna have to if you're gonna wash them, you gotta wash the whole thing. And like if you got like for my uh, Zelda, you know my 85 pounder, it, she's so big that's not fitting into my washer. I gotta go take it out. So I always make sure that there's a zipper so you can unzip it, take the center out, re-zip it, wash that part, then um, then dry it. And now anytime you wash any of your dog's clothes or anything that put or is on or in or on the dog or he lays on, make sure you use Dreft, okay? And just use a little bit, not much, and plain, with plain white vinegar. Uh, also, I usually always put a half a cup to a cup of plain white vinegar in all my laundries, whether I'm washing human clothes or, or the, the dog stuff. And along, And I always put a fraction of when I'm doing the dog I only put a fraction of what the draft says to use. I don't use that much, okay? So make sure you do that because, like I said, there's a lot of chemicals in that stuff. Remember, your dogs are, well, so are you if you're sleeping on sheets and such like that. But usually what happens is that you got your jammies on. So there's a buffer between the sheet and then your actual skin. But with the dog, when they're laying on their bed, their skin and their everything is, is touching it, okay? Okay, we're going to come back. There we go. Let's see what the next one is. During World War II, the U.S. military ordered... 100,000 of these to keep GI entertained. Kaleidoscope, Lightbright, Viewmaster, Toy Periscope. It'll be two weeks before you hear that next, so relish in it, folks. <laughs> Actually, three weeks. Okay, remember in the next two weeks, uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we'll be spending our time home with our family, so we'll be best of on the whole, on the radio station, okay? All right, during World War II, the U.S. military ordered 100,000 of these to keep GIs entertainment, entertained. Kaleidoscopes, Light Bright, Viewmaster, Toy Periscopes. What's your thoughts? I'm really hoping it's Light Brights. <laughs> Because that would make me really happy. <laughs> uh, when I used to babysit a lot, that was a, the big thing was the light bright. And yeah. I got to admit, I got a little fascinated with it. But it's so cool. Yeah, it is. I remember some of the stuff when it was at, at height that, you know, some of what adults have done with it, you know, like oh, yeah, giant yeah. ones, you know. Well, that was wrong, though. Oh. It, it was, it's a Viewmaster, okay? Oh, again, 100,000 Viewmasters is what they did. Is that the little, like, yeah, like binocular thing where yeah, you click the, it well, and it has the a wheel? wheel the yeah. 3D image, okay. right. All right. The Viewmaster was a brainchild of William Gruber, a piano tuner. Oh, all right? okay then. For more than 60 years, people, uh, including GIs, uh, during World War II have been peering through the 3D images of everything from cartoon Cartoon characters to famous tour spots. Very cool. And I just found mine. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. I'm cleaning out. I'm like, what is in here? Yeah. And I opened it. I'm like, really? I sat probably for a half hour going through my slides. It's, you know, it's pretty cool. That sounds so much fun. Oh, it is. It really is. Because you, really, you're just like, oh, cool. And then click. Oh, cool. Click. You know, click. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Brings back childhood memories. You, master. Like I said, I was really hoping it was the light bright. Yeah, but it wasn't. Sorry. That just would have been fun, though. Like, Could you see? But you need electricity for the light bright. You need batteries. That's it. Right. Okay, yeah. But no, most of them plugged into the wall. Oh, well, yeah, not the, the one I, I had. Oh, really? Mine never yeah. saw any battery up in one. Mine was like portable. Oh, like, really? Take it, yeah. No, see, my, all the ones that I was, they had those sheets that you put on there and it told you what lights to oh, put. Oh, yeah, we had that, but, yeah, but it was so. like portable. There was no cord. Oh, yeah, no, ours was a plug into the wall one. It so. was back uh-huh. in the back in the day when they didn't trust us kids with cords. <laughs> and they still don't. Yeah, no. they still don't. <laughs> Head to the phone lines. All right, we have Pam on the line. Pam has a question about her dog only eating meats. 
Only she'll, eat meat. Okay. Yeah, she'll smart dog. Little, smart she'll, dog. <laughs> she'll explain a little bit more what All that right. means. Hi, Pam. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing great. Good, um, good. How's the Christmas shopping doing? Well, I like you, my daughter is far away, so I've already mailed everything off. Boy, you, <laughs> now, did you do Prime or did you actually mail things off? Uh, I actually mailed things off. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Because yeah. now, you do you use those priority boxes, you know, if it fits the chips? Oh, yep, I've used those, and but you're right, they're too small. Oh, yeah, I, you can't, you can barely put a pencil in there, I'll tell you. <laughs> and that's the large one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you got your stuff shipped out. I shipped my stuff out last Monday, so I was really happy. So. Yeah, that is a big relief when that gets oh, out. Oh, it is. It's like, okay, because uh, there's, I think it was a couple years ago, I mean, it literally squeaked in, like, the day before Christmas Eve, and I was oh, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, I've squeaked in some birthdays like that, and uh, some of them are late. And so. Yeah, you got a long way. Where do, you, where do you have to ship to? And not well, not as far as you, just San Francisco. Oh, just, but that's that's far. <laughs> okay, what can I do for you? Well, this is going to be a hard one. Okay. Um, Karma is 13 now, okay. and she's had a lovely diet over her life. I've kind of learned from you and just myself over her, the course of her lifetime what's good to feed them and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, um, in fact, I was in San Francisco this summer when she had a dog sitter in the house, right. and the dog sitter left the air conditioning on full blast. It was 52 degrees when I got home. Oh, Lordy. And Karma had this horrible cough. Oh, my. Yeah, so anyways, I felt bad for her because it, it took her about six weeks to get over it. Oh, she went Jim. to the vet and stuff. But, okay. Um, so uh, she's spoiled anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was so worried about her eating that I, I just made everything she loved and all this stuff. And uh, the result is she no longer eats any supplements, no fish oil, no, if anything has a smack of anything on it, uh, she won't touch it. She just turns around and walks away. All she'll eat is the meat in her dish. Okay, so what are you feeding her? What's in her dish? Like, okay, tonight, you fed her, what, what's it, or this morning, what's in her dish right now? Well, this morning she had turkey breast. All right. And then tonight she's going to have, like, steak. Okay. Now, is it cooked? Um, the They don't like... They like the. They prefer the meat cooked. All right. But All right. Sometimes I can sneak it to them raw. Okay. Uh, so now, uh, plain yogurt, canned pumpkin. Do they like any of that? No. She'll just turn. She used to eat that stuff. Okay. And she used to eat bone meal because I don't. I've never heard you talk about that, but I ordered it online. Mm-hmm. There's some bone meal, and my big boy, he laps it up like it's candy. All right. And she just she gets so just turns her nose up at anything. Unless it's just like her favorite kind of meat, which they get a real variety, lamb, beef, Good. Per, pork, uh, my, everything. My, my. Okay, now I have a question for you. Do you got to answer it truthfully? <laughs> Is she a little pudgy? No, she isn't at all. Are you she's sure? 16 pounds. Well, that means nothing to me because... Oh, okay, well, she's a miniature poodle. Okay. And she used to be 18 pounds. All right, okay. And at 18 pounds, the, the vet said she was a 6, you know, from a 1 to 10. All right. Now, Dusty's always been a 5, dead on 5, which is perfect, right? Right. And Karma was a 6. Well, then she lost her 2 pounds about 4 years ago, and that was when I started feeding raw yep. almost exclusively mm-hmm. and, and meat and, you mm-hmm. know, quit feeding her rice. Mm-hmm. 
And so then she went down to 16 pounds, and I mean, nice. they're a perfect weight. Good. Well, so. then I'm impressed. Now, uh, usually what happens so when you give them cooked meat, it's you can't hide things, you know, the smells and such like that, unlike if you get a formulated raw that you'd feed every once in a while or maybe part of the regular, you know, dinner. If you get a formulated, like, you know, raw bistro, uh, Northwest Naturals, Stellan Chewies, all right? And what you do is you thaw out a patty and maybe just use, like, half the patty to mix in with what else you're feeding, and you can put your supplements in that. Uh, because usually dogs get a little bit more finicky when they're if they're not hungry either. If you're giving her little uh, tidbits here and there throughout the course of the day, or if she's got like something to chew on, you know, like let's say she's got a pizzle or a pig ear or something like that. Oh no, they don't get any of that. Good, thank junk. you, thank you, thank you. No, I hate no. to say that, kind of come out of my lips there, but but anyway, but if, but even when you got small dogs, it doesn't take much for them to get full, and so then they can when they're full, they can they can be more finicky. All right. Uh-huh. So if you're giving like a little treat here, or a little. Treat something here or somebody else's, not necessarily you, that adds up. And so then all of a sudden they're not hungry. So then they have a tendency to like, you know, to be more finicky. So now do you give very much during the day? A little no, here, no, a little I, there? They're set meal times and that's it. Oh, I mean, nice. you okay. know, I'm like a freak when it comes to, <laughs> you know, I do everything perfect. Well, I'm impressed. But so then I, what I would try is a little bit of, you know, get the formulated raw, uh-huh. bring it to, you know, take a puck, you know, one of the hockey pucks and then, you know, thaw it, obviously. And then I put mine, you know, in a dish and then I kind of, I put hot tap water on it to make, to bring it to room temperature uh-huh. and then put a little bit of moisture with it. And then I would put, uh, try that first and then mix it with whatever else you're feeding uh-huh. and then, uh, and just see if she takes that mm-hmm. and if she does then you can start doing a pinch of this and a pinch of that and sometimes probiotics if you can get them to eat some probiotics that is really that <laughs> stimulates the appetite too i'm laughing because my big one i just toss a probiotic in his mouth and he swallows it yep. that little one oh man <laughs> no yeah no, there's no i have to see dogs eat according to smellability if it smells cool or weird or, or we you know then they're totally on it that's why they love rolling in a 10-day-old road killer, eating stuff like that, because it smells cool. If there's not much smell to it, mm-hmm. then they're kind of like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm just not interested. Well, I yeah, babysit. that's true. That's why sometimes I wonder if they like cooked food better, because it smells better. Well, I don't think so. I disagree with that one. The, the raw, yeah, the raw smells better than... See, when you, when you say cooked, you're thinking of, you know, the salt, the pepper, the, you know, the, the stuff, okay? What if you, and to us, raw doesn't smell like anything, but it really does to the dogs uh-huh. and so i don't know i guess i would try the the formulated raw like i say i to- do do some of that but i guess i'll try to do more but do you think now she hasn't coughed for a couple months now yep. See, all summer i was so worried about her not eating because i wanted to get her well mm-hmm. and so and that just kind of escalated her fussiness mm-hmm. and so do you think if i just because this week I tried just putting the food down, and she turned up her nose at it. I just said, sorry, then you're not eating, and yep. I pick it up. Very good. That, no, that's what you want to do, create the appetite. But don't cheat that, okay? Then she's got to wait till the next, you know, whether it's breakfast or lunch. She has to wait till the next time to eat. Yeah. But don't give her anything in between. Uh-huh. Right, but uh, but like I said, smellability is huge in a dog. Sometimes people will put a little chicken broth or beef broth with it. Warm, warm is always the best. 
Warm is always the best because that brings out some smells. All right, don't nuke it. Use like I, I like I use hot tap water mm-hmm. and put it you know put it in like on, on my uh, when I feed raw mm-hmm. you know like the formulated raw. Oh, okay, even okay. with the raw. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. with the formulated raw, I put it in the dish and then I kind of put my fingers in it and then I put the hot tap water on it. I, mi- I mix it up a little bit, put it in their supplements and feed it. And I was babysitting a dog that she said I can't get my supplements in the dog, so I said okay. So what I did I did just that. He was on a raw diet, you know the formulated like mine but then i put the hot tap water on it put the supplements in there folded it in so that the supplements weren't on top you mm-hmm. know what i mean that they were mixed in mm-hmm. that dog ate that thing and bingo right now so it worked out really cool so okay. so just remember well, smellability is what, what makes a dog uh and then if they don't eat then like i say just move on just say okay we'll catch you tomorrow or catch you later you know, I, I was so worried about her leaving and going off to work, even though I retired, now I'm back at work. But, um, I, uh, okay, get this. She will eat, she won't eat the supplements, but she will eat um, like the formulated raw if I feed it to her with a fork. <laughs> well, you can create situations. You know, if you just put it down and walk away, you know, as long as the other dog can't get at it, you know, then eventually they will eat on their own. But if that's what you want to do, that's fine. That's, you know, that's not to me to judge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I never thought, you know, I'm late to work. I say, oh, I'm sorry. I was busy feeding, feeding my, my dog, dog with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're one heck of a mom. I wouldn't mind being a dog in your house. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, kid, have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, and have a great new year, okay? You too, Katie. Take care. All righty, bye-bye. Bye-bye. How many wagons did Radio Flyer continue to produce every day during the Great Depression? 500, a million, uh, 100, or 1,500? How many Red Flyer wagons produced during the Great Depression? All right, be back. Oh, everybody say it together now. Thank you, Lisa. That's a good one. I like that one. Oh, thank you. At least we got one. I didn't even do that. That was already in. Excellent. At least we got one Christmas song in. Because remember, we won't be here till next year. I know. That's that's weird, right? That's weird. Doesn't that sound weird? See you all next year. Uh, 2018. Here we come. No kidding. Okay. How many wagons did Radio Flyer continue to produce every day during the Great Depression? 500, 1 million, 100, 1500. I'm going to say 500. Nope, is fifteen hundred red <gasps> wow. flags yep, a day. Fifteen hundred during the Great Depression. What do you? That seems like a that? lot for that time. No kidding, especially per during day. yeah, like Great yep. Depression. Oh, yeah, okay. and see, yeah, that's just unbelievable. I was wondering. I wonder who was buying them. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, no why? why? <laughs> so, <laughs> they're they're passing it out for free. I guess. I guess so. People are they not working, so they can go pulling wagons on payment plan. Apparently, they I put their kids in there. There you go. There you go. There you go. So once again, too, I want to remind everybody that uh, uh, Nutasaurus uh, Pet Foods, uh, NutasaurusPetFoods.com, want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Wapiti Labs, our new uh, one of our new sponsors, W-A-P-I-T-I-LabsInc.com, want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a, and a great New Year. And then, of course, we got Northwestern Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic, spay and neuter, low cost, 
Dr. Jill, Dr. Jeff over there. You know, if you're uh, new puppies and uh, new kitties, unfortunately, are coming up for make sure you never buy a pet for anybody. Help you bring that person, and that person picks out a, a pet. Don't you do get the wow factor? Because that person might have been thinking about it, but it's like you know, it's a lot of work having a dog. Got to take them in, take them out. Got to clean a piddle, such like that. So yeah, I mean, just don't do it for the wow factor. Make sure that you that person really does want to get a dog or a cat. All right, but yeah, so Northwestern Wisconsin Veterinary Spay Neuter Veterinary Clinic, where you can low cost spay and neutering, and uh, 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 so that it's just yeah, great people, and then everybody from here from my talk, me and Carly, all want to wish you a great Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, and be safe. Be safe. Yes. That's the number one thing. Yes. <laughs> and then, like I said, we talked about earlier, getting beds for, and also like, you know, I have a consult. I do a $35 consult. Yep. So, you know, if you guys want to do a gift certificate, you just pay PayPal, go to my website, and it's $35 for a consult. And there's no time on it as far as like for five minutes or 15 minutes or, you know, there's been some consults that's last 45 minutes, an hour or whatever type of thing. So, uh, so that might be an idea or a private lesson or a class lesson. Do they expire K-9. your gift certificates? Nope, 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 nope There we nope, go. Uh-uh, Look nope. at that, people. And so you can go to my website, letter K, letter T, letter K, number nine.com. And uh, check that out, or you can go to mytalk1071.com, and uh, you can email me through there if you want. And uh, but yeah, I can still I can um, I can email if you uh, for a regular class, private class, or whatever. I can email you the certificate. You know, send me the check, and I can email it to you. Or for a consult, it's just done through you know the website and. And we can uh, give you a certificate for that, too. So there's, but, that, you know, and then obviously uh, toys, be careful just because they make it doesn't mean that they make, if you want to do something special, make homemade treats for the dogs or the cats, you know, in your life or whatever. And there's plenty of, uh, of uh, recipes out there. Okay. Okay. Who's up? All right. We have Catherine on the line. And Catherine has a question about a diet after bladder stones and her dog. All right. Hi, Catherine. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm just fine. I love your show. Well, thank so, you so I'm much. Glad I got through. The, yeah. There you go. Now, what kind of dog do you have? I have a Cabochon cross between a Cavalier Spaniel yep. and a Bichon. Yep. She's two and a half years old. And she had bladderstones now? At that yeah, age? Well, she had them. Yes, she did. And it was a couple months ago. And she had also, they found a urinary tract infection. So she got antibiotics and a special diet so the stones are gone and she's you know off of all of it but they tell me she has to be on this special diet this uh, royal canine urinary so for the rest of her life Mm -hmm. and i am just wondering if that is my only option is it a good option i mean i hate to think of my poor puppy being on the same food for a long time i know what what can i do well the big thing is is that you got to educate yourself okay and i'm sure you've heard me um talk about two websites uh dogsnaturallymagazine.com and then yep. healthypets.mercola.com. And you mm-hmm. would do well to go to those two and then type in bladder stones and dogs or bladder stone diet, you know, for uh, dogs yep. and, and see what they have to say. Because remember, I'm not a vet here. All right. And right. so, and I yep. don't agree a lot of times what conventional vets do because there are other things out there that you can do, but you've got to educate yourself. And so the, that's why by going to those two websites, uh, you can ta- also talk to Dr. Jess, you know, Levy, the holistic vet that's, you know, 
uh, on my sh- our show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she could help you too. She so you could email her and ask ask this because this is it should be uh, you know either a holistic vet or uh, ideas to come from you know whereas that I since I've haven't had to deal with you know bladder stones with any of my crew, uh, I'm not that versed on exactly you know what is a good diet, what is not. I just know that there again you don't want to get into the routine of feeding the exact same thing all the time. Right. And so, right. And, and I know when oh. people, when their vets, you know, say that, okay, we're going to, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. The the big thing is, is that, you know, just nod and then just go on, uh, uh, and whereas you're going to empower yourself and look at other things and just okay. get input and then make the decisions that you want. Because of course we don't want that to happen. Just like me, I dealt with kidney stones for over a month here. All right. Okay. So mm-hmm. then what is the problem? Why am I getting these? Why did I grow them so dang big? <laughs> I had to have two surgeries to get them puppies out of me. But the thing is that, okay, why, you know, and there, and the thing is, obviously it does come down to diet. Yes. And then obviously intake of water and such like that. Uh, and I'm not a huge water drinker. drinker. I try to drink more water water but the big thing is though is that you just got to kind of put in place some different things and do better than what we were doing before but there right. again it does come into myself i think obviously feeding some raw i think where a lot of the problem lies to me is the you know the kibble food for some digestive uh, disorders where they their system mm-hmm. just cannot handle the processed food where you have to go to the raw the freeze-dried the dehydrated you know uh, it is just something that that we're born with and then maybe add yeah. the digestive enzymes the di- you know the uh, digestive enzymes uh, uh, probiotics and such things like that because even in the human world eating the best diet you possibly can you still need some supplements you know that's just the way it is our food quality is not what it was maybe 15 20 years ago you know everything has taken a hit between the soils being depleciated by chemicals and such like that so we all need a little bit no matter how good the food we all need a little bit of extra <laughs> is what right, we need right. you know so that's what i would do is i would empower yourself start reading articles that you possibly can i'm not one for okay. uh you know that the internet has everything but these two websites that i gave you they basically i, I mean they they're they're awesome just awesome as far as dana writes for dogs naturally magazine and then dr karen becker you know writes for mercola and so like i said it's good input gets you thinking and then maybe send you in and, and then like i say talking to dr jess uh, up at holistic uh, vet let's see what is it holistic dash vet dash care.com uh mm-hmm. so you know so that's it get input input Input, input. Just do what you're told right now until you understand the big picture, and then you decide what what you want to do for your kid. All right. Okay. Perfect. Hey, okay. thank you, Katie. Thank Merry you, Christmas Mary. To you all, and I appreciate talking to you. Thank you. We'll talk to you next year. <laughs> all right. Merry Bye-bye. Christmas. Bye bye. Yep. Yep. And happy New Year. Are you doing anything for for New Year? Um, for the New Year, like I New don't, Year's Eve. I, mean, I don't know quite yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's like weeks away. Yeah, I don't. I'm focused. It's, it's only focused. a week. <laughs> well, actually, it's two no. Weeks. I'm focused on the Christmas. the holiday that's around the corner. Yeah, because I still have to get a present. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, for my brother-in-law. Okay. Yep. 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 And yeah. And you, you said you're going to Mall of America. No, he went to Mall of America. I I was like, I am never stepping foot in that. (laughs) Around this time, they're not getting my business there. I am not going to. I had to go there for an appearance, and I was just like, I had not... Other than the first, I think second year it was opened, I have never been out there. And so when I went, I watched in there, I was just like, holy Martha. 
I couldn't well, believe it. I feel like it just keeps on, they keep on developing yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you're there one year and then you don't go for like a year and a half. And then it's like, wait, where did all of these eight other stores come from? Yeah, like, I don't understand how they could park on them cars. Right. I just, and I, I shut it to the people, especially this time of year, that losing your car, you weren't paying attention when oh, you parked. Oh, yeah. That, that that's me all the time. I have to take a picture before I leave. Otherwise, Get out of here. I'm, no, I'm uh, nope. I'm I'll, that kid. I'll be dead. I'm that kid. Oh well, folks. I totally enjoyed you all this whole year. We won't be back until the, the week after New Year's. So there'll be two weeks. So we'd listen to replays. If you got any other questions, give me a holler up at Katie's K9. In the meantime, you and your family have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a happy New Year. And you too, Carly. Thanks you thanks as well for everything. You've done an awesome job. And you too. Keep up the good work. You too. Okay. Take care. <laughs> bye bye.